I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Thank you for dropping in here on my podcast. It's always a pleasure to have your ear here. There are a lot of god-awful things going on in the world right now. You know that. Thankfully, they are not going on here in most of America. We take way too many things for granted here in America, and we shouldn't. I just took a walk around the block, and I saw a telephone pole and a pretty lady wearing a pair of glasses. And I was amazed. Telephone poles are obviously trees that made good, and I am pretty sure that you couldn't make a telephone pole out of any of the trees around here. So where do they come from? And who the heck ever thought of stringing telephone and power lines up in special trees? And why? I mean, did he just get tired of digging trenches for the wires? And by the way, how come we have telephones? Both the regular kind and the much smarter kind. And do you think Ben Franklin was really thinking about flat-screen TVs when he got that shock from his kite? And the pretty lady I just saw wearing those glasses has big blue eyes, very nice. But I was wondering, who was the person who realized that if you could bend glass in a certain way, you could make people see better? Walk down any block in America, and, and you got to wonder how come we have a house to live in. I mean... I can imagine getting kind of cold and wet one night and figuring, hey, it might be nice to live in that cave across the street. <laughs> and then you realize not only was it nice and cozy in the cave, but you'd cut down quite a bit on feeding your toes to saber-toothed tigers by living in there. And, you know, that is something modern-day women don't understand. Something in guys is always on the alert standing guard like we did outside those caves all those years ago. And that, ladies, is why we sometimes don't hear you tell us what you want us to do. We're still on constant guard, more or less. (laughs) And we must have uh, drastically cut down on the saber-toothed tigers because you hardly ever see one walking down the street. Even if you say, here, kitty, kitty, got a nice bowl of milk for you. (laughs) And speaking of making friends with animals, who made friends with dogs and cows? I mean, who is the bright light who saw the funny-looking things hanging down on a cow and said, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I squeezed one of those? It was probably a relative of the first cave guy who was walking along the beach, and he saw a lobster, and he picked it up. And he brought it home to the cave, and he gave it to his cave wife, and he said, Here, let's have this for supper tonight, dear. And when you walk down any street in America, you have to wonder about who looked down at his sore feet at the end of a long day of walking and said, Hey, let's make one shoe shaped for your left foot and a different one for your right foot. 
because they're shaped differently. And in those days, shoes were just shoes. There was no difference between left and right. And what wise idiot a long time ago told his girlfriend that she should be wearing clothes, huh? Unless she was very pretty and she was really his wife, and I could certainly understand that. And of course, once she was wearing clothes, it was just a very short jump to lipstick, jewelry, and perfume. And by the way, how did some guy get away with convincing a woman that she would smell better wearing perfume? Guess he had to be the first politician. Digs to Tales, a bunch of mostly unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's trying to crowd you out of your own life out your other ear, and you can take a few deep breaths and grab a grin and win. You know, we only talk about things when something is missing from them. For example, we used to call cars horseless carriages, but you never see a horse-full carriage, right? And lots of pretty ladies get our attention by wearing strapless gowns. But nobody talks about a strapful gown. (laughs) You've probably also never met a sung hero. Or met somebody who was gruntled. And where are all those people who are spring chickens and would be delighted to actually hurt a fly? Huh? Have you ever met one? And if the answer is going camping, what is the question? If the answer is going camping, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is going camping, what is the question? Our language was created by the human race, which really isn't a race at all. Not by a computer. And you can tell. Because I think that's why when the lights are out, they're invisible. But when the stars are out, they're beautiful. Now, my former sister-in-law, Peggy, says a lot of non-living things are either male or female. For example, freezer bags are male because they hold everything in, but you can see right through them, and that's why they're male. (laughs) So Peggy says, and I'm glad I can't see right through women because if I could see right through women, I would be missing one of the major joys in my life, and I don't want to do that. Peg says sponges are female because they're soft, squeezable, and they retain water. Okay. She said egg timers are also female because over time, all the weight shifts to the bottom. But hammers are male because in the last 5,000 years, they've hardly changed and they are occasionally handy to have around. Good. And this just in breaking news. 12% of Americans actually think that Joan of Arc was Noah's wife. I think that 12% should not be left unattended. You know, and speaking of that, you always hear about breaking news. I would think by now that the news would be completely broken. I mean, you know, after all of this time, breaking news, breaking. So if the answer is going camping, the question is... What is nature's way of feeding mosquitoes? Going camping. I was a beach lifeguard at Coney Island when I was young. I was tough in those days. If a mosquito bit me, she just curled up and died. 
ridiculous details. They take your mind off your mind. A little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com, would you please tell a couple of friends? Because if you like them, your friends would probably like them too. And of course, you'd be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. Lots of people looked up at the sky and said, let's go flying. But it took a couple of brothers with the right stuff to get it done. And that was about the same time as Henry built a car you could afford, right? Sure. One uh, of the New York newspapers at that time said, horseless carriages will eliminate the pollution that horses leave in the streets every day. And of course it did. You know, but sometimes things just don't work out like you expect. Like in this story from my Bedtime Stories Spoken Word Story CD. You look pretty good. You're wearing a simple black dress, short and clingy. It always makes you feel sweet and sexy. You haven't worn it since the Christmas before your divorce. Tonight you felt the time was finally right for you to become a fully liberated single woman again. You treated yourself to a new hair color for the occasion, blonde. You always wanted to be a blonde. But your husband always made fun of you and you told him that you were thinking about it. It's done up in a soft bundle of curls with a black velvet ribbon to keep it in place. You've been a member of the Club for Divorced Parents for a few months now, but this is the first time that you've gone to one of their dances. You decided that instead of waiting at your table for some man to ask you to dance, that you'd pick a man yourself, take him by the hand, and lead him onto the dance floor. It didn't take you long to find an interesting-looking guy just a few tables away. You took three deep breaths, you put on your friendliest smile, and you looked up directly into his eyes and asked him if he wanted to dance. He didn't even hesitate. He just looked down at you and said, no. And just as he spoke, the music stopped and you knew that everyone in the room heard him. You didn't expect that, but you didn't let it stop you either. You turned to the guy right next to him, simply held out your hand without even looking at him. He looked absolutely shocked. He smiled and he actually kissed your fingertips. You stood up and you slow danced with him for the rest of the night. He's a little older than you, not very good looking, short, heavy set, balding, not even a good conversationalist, but very polite, a little old fashioned, very nervous. He had very comfortable arms, he couldn't take his eyes off you. And now he wants to see you again, and you like the idea very much. It's actually exciting. You certainly didn't expect it. And then he apologized for making fun of you for wanting to be a blonde. And told you how sweet and sexy you look in that little black dress. And he said cheating on you was the worst mistake of his life except for one thing. Just that one thing. He said the worst mistake of his life was not stopping the divorce.
surprise you. The story is called The Second Chance. It's from my Bedtime Story Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you have a choice. You can just keep this podcast, or you can send me your email, and I will send you a completely free, no-strings-attached download. My email is dicksummer at comcast.net. What's yours? Why would I send you a free download? You know what? Just because I like the fact that you like something that I wrote and recorded. Again, my email is dicksummer at comcast.net. What's yours? You walk around any block in America and you wonder, how the heck did anybody ever learn to ride a two-wheel bicycle? And whoever thought them up? And why? And who thought about putting cans around food? Interestingly, by the way, canned food was invented several years before can openers. Can openers were probably invented by very hungry people with lots of broken teeth. And how about chewing gum, huh? Chew on it, but don't swallow it right. Where did cornflakes come from? And how about your watch? That was an amazing idea. And speaking of time, who first figured it would be a good idea to keep track of how long it has been since you were born? And here's another birthday question for you. If you didn't know your birthday, how old would you think you are? I think I'd give different answers to that one on different days. I just took a walk around the block, and I saw a telephone pole and a pretty blue-eyed lady wearing a pair of glasses. And I was so amazed that I married her. And her family is mostly Polish, so I guess you could say I married a Pole, too. (laughs) It was a very curvy Pole. And I got to tell you, and this is for real, I am eternally grateful for the fact that the block I walk around every day is in America. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.